You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, this week we have probably our biggest guest to date. I'm so excited. I'm pretty excited. I don't know if it's the biggest. We have a big star today. What? We have the rock in the house. We have a rock climber in the house. <laughs> you wrote the rock in text message. Oh, did I hit send? <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the Bodcast. It's the Bodcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing well. It's good to see you, Robin. I feel like I haven't seen you in, well, two days? At least seven Three days. days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I guess yeah you, we saw each you, other Yeah, you day. came over to my brother's apartment. We, oh, we yeah. filmed uh, a little video, which I don't think you guys are going to see, that, but... That sounds... Uh, yeah, it was not a dirty video. It was a, it was a very clean video where I called you Ryan Seacrest on crack, right? On steroids. On steroids. Yeah, I went home and bragged to, uh, to <laughs> I my know, girlfriend I actually, about I saw it. the tweet. Yeah. I was like, guess what I got called today? Ryan Seacrest <laughs> on steroids. Did I tell you I've been practicing, not practice, training, I don't know what the word is, to be doing push-ups, handstands? I saw, I think I saw a video of that. Yeah, I've been like... If you go to my uh, Instagram or Twitter, I've been like slowly practicing, training my body to do a handstand, 10 handstand push-ups. How's it going so far? I could do 10. They're not the greatest form. And I'm also like, my feet are up against the wall right now for a little support, but I'm getting there. That's awesome. Yeah. And I have to tell you, like two months ago, I could barely just do a handstand. So like, it's slowly coming. It's happening. I think those are the best goals to set. Like a lot of times I'll meet with someone for the first time and they'll say, what do you think is an acceptable amount of weight for me to lose in a month? Or how much weight should I be losing? They try and set benchmarks like that. And the thing is like, if you set, if you like, you want to know what you want to do, right? You want to have an idea of the goals you want to set. But like if you fixate on just like the numbers like that, then you're just thinking, it's like saying like, I want to be rich right. rather than focusing on like the things that you can yeah, do that actually will make do you have rich. That goal. <laughs> right. Oh, Hey now. But, but, but thinking about being rich and thinking about like how much money should I have in right. this month is not going to put that money in your bank well, account. We were just talking about this before we uh, went on air. We were just saying how when I, w when I first lost the weight, I was, even though physically I was so healthy, I was so unhealthy because all I did was obsess over the weight. Like I would weigh myself 10 times a day. I'd... I do stare in the mirror naked for like eight hours a day, which like one hour is <laughs> okay, <laughs> but eight hours it's like get a life, Robin, you know. And I was like, I was doubling, tripling up on workout class. Like I wasn't like mentally healthy, even though I was like the skinniest I'd ever been. Did, did you know that stress and anxiety can actually cause people to hold on to I've heard body that. fat because it yes. ups your cortisol levels. Your body thinks that it's under duress, so it thinks like. Oh man, we might have to hold, hide out for the winter. There are diet pills, like I always see on TV, that talk. What's the thing you just mentioned? Cortisol. Cold, yeah, that like lowers it to help you lose body fat. Just saying, not saying. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying do I they, support do they it. They sell I'm it on TV <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, those it must are my totally hours. work then. Two a.m. must totally work. Two a.m. and me and infomercials. That's like that, and it's like oh, I was going to get a ShamWow, but I bought these really dangerous diet pills instead. What do you think of this as a compromise with oneself? 
So, okay, so we know I like donuts and cake, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very intrigued as to where this is going, okay? So, okay, it was the other night. I was in a mood, okay? So I'm like, fuck my diet. I'm just going to go and cheat and get something. Okay. Okay. So I went to the I went to the deli around the corner and I got a donut and I was like, okay, you could get this donut, but you could only eat half of it. So do you think it's okay if you're going to cheat to say you could cheat, but you could only eat this much? Let me ask you a question. Did you only eat half of it? I did. Then yeah, I think that's okay. I think for a lot of people though, myself included, you can't eat half a donut. There's no way. There's no way. Well, Well, actually, a donut is a bad example, but like Ben and Jerry's, for example. I can't get a pint of Ben and Jerry's and not eat the entire thing. Well, you know what I did? I, before I even got home, like as I was walking, most people have food in their house. I don't have a kitchen. Um, but uh, I ripped it in half on the walk home and threw it out. So before I even took the first bite, I threw half of it out. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And then when I got home and I ate it, I was like, fuck, why did I throw out you know the what? other I think half? my mom tried to do that once. She bought yeah. like an Entenmann's cake and then she threw it in the garbage. And my dad woke up in the middle of the night here, like rustling in the kitchen. <laughs> you ever see that? He thought the house was getting broken into, and it was yeah. She was totally pointing to George Costanza. Yeah, when he did the egg pulled clamp. the entomans out of the garbage and was just you do, know do you shame think, eating in the middle of the do night. Do you think George was wrong for eating the egg clair? See, it was like by so. the top of the rim. The problem was there was a bite taken out of it. I wouldn't take it. You know, I don't mind eating out of the garbage. I don't think it's that gross. I, I worked in restaurants for for years, and <laughs> yeah. like you go hours without eating and sometimes I, I used to have this trick I worked at you this you would eat when people would return their food you'd eat it if it was untouched or if someone got a burger and they cut it in half yeah I would eat the untouched half you know what I used to do sometimes what is I, I very very rarely made mistakes so sometimes if there was this one burger that I loved it was made with like T-bone steak and like oh god it was so good so if I got really hungry and someone ordered one of those I w- if they ordered it medium rare I would intentionally put it in as medium. Oh, so so they, they would, would say, oh, it? I ordered a, a medium rare, so I'd have to bring it back, meaning eat it over a garbage can in the back by the dishwasher really quickly <laughs> <laughs> before my manager saw me. Oh, man. See, this is why I could never work in the food district because that's all I would do. I'd mess up everything on purpose just so I could sit back there and eat. Um, all right. So. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get to our fitness question so we could bring on our guest. All right. Cool. This is Max. I don't know if that's his real name. Uh, from Syosset, and he wants to know how long should he be stretching before he, before he works out, and how long should he be holding each stretch? Okay. So I know we differ on this a little. We do a, l- a little bit. I guess right, we talked about first. this in the green room a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so the idea of static stretching before you work out is something that, pe- uh, based on research, people have kind of moved away from. So, like this idea of like the old gym class, like you. Grab, grab your foot and stretch your, your quad and you grab your arm and you pull it across your chest and then you just kind of like force it into this position that it doesn't want to go into and just kind of hold it there has kind of been um, there's kind of been a movement away from that into dynamic stretching as a warm up so you're still going to elongate your muscles you're still going to ease into the ranges of motion that you're going to be going through during the workout itself but rather than holding you progressively start to to increase range of motion while you're while you're moving and you don't stop moving and the thinking behind that is your connective tissue your your joints don't have a lot of receptors for for blood flow so you want to warm up in a way where you're getting the heart going where you're stimulating blood flow so that your muscles have oxygen while you're uh, while you're going through the workout another thing that um i always recommend is if you're doing legs for example right if you're gonna be squatting and be deadlifting you want to roll through a couple of things 
where you gradually increase range of motion where you're going through so like you do some like no body just body weight no weight squats and you'd start with a relatively small range of motion and kind of roll through like reps the way you would if you were if you were lifting and just gradually start increasing the, the range of motion i also like things like uh like jumping jacks and like walkouts where you you know walk your hands out in front of you into a push-up position then walking it all the way back into up um even you know a light, a light jog moving into like a sprint things like that so you want to you want to get some blood blood going and to answer the question about how long you should be holding each stretch, you don't, uh, so and then I stretch, you know, put moving the body into a position, holding uh, at the end of the workout. Usually I stretch my clients for them and I should totally be doing it myself, but that's one of those things where sometimes I run out of time. Do what I say, not yeah, what I do. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I run out of time. And, and guess what? When I run out of time, especially I've got my right shoulder, if I don't stretch, if I don't stretch well after a chest day or a bicep day or a back day, I feel it that night for the first time and then the entire next day. So you definitely want to do your stat your static stretching at the end of the workout. So I agree with everything you said, like everything. But for me personally, and I don't know if anyone else has uh, any, like, you know, you were saying with your shoulder, your yeah, back, yeah. and you stretch. I have so, my hips and knees are so tight and are so achy that... I like to like do stretches for the muscles attached to my knees and attached to my hips before I work out, which are like just bending down or, you know, Oh yeah. Uh, stretching the, your calf muscle by, you know, pushing on the wall, whatever is that, you know what I'm talking about? Well, that and is actually, like, that's actually the exception of the rule is if you are stretching correctively, if you have a certain area, first of all, you do want to ease into it, right? So like, you don't want to just like, just go bam, just go bam. And like, ah, just force your body. In, I don't know what, what that was, but force your, <laughs> <laughs> so man you know, being, just go bam. <laughs> man being tortured. They just stole my microphone from me. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, if you, if you have an area that, you know, is a problem area and you want to kind of like progress into a, a hold of a stretch, that's cool. But then you definitely want to do something before you start your workout proper where you're moving aerobically just to get right. everything circulating again. Yeah. I stretch my clients too at the end. Oh, they love it, right? They lo I feel like my clients literally just hire me so that I stretch them at the end. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you know because I mean? it feels so good, I think. I'm usually like pretty on. It's rare that I have an off day, but if I have a session that's maybe not my best one ever, I know that I can make it up with those last five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Also, do you, have you ever trained someone and the session's taking forever? Like that's the law. So you don't do in home, right? You train people oh, at gyms. I, oh. I've actually moved it away from now most of my clients I travel to. Yeah, sometimes like an hour can take so long and I look at the clock and it's only like 35 minutes have passed and I've already done their whole body. And I'm like, uh, okay, we'll stretch for a good 15 minutes, you know, and I'll just like, because they won't complain. Oh. They don't mind just laying there while you stretch them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I actually, so I, I go to a lot of people's uh, buildings where like they, uh, like they're like, I, I work out with a lot of like finance people in the morning uh -huh. and they're like, I've got a meeting. Can we just make this, can we, can we just make it 45 minutes? So it's like no rest, just bam, 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 bam. You know, we, we do the warm up, we do do the stretching at the end, but like the, the body of the workout is like so fast and there are so few rests that it just kind of flies by. Yeah. That's it. You know, that's if, you know, when you're like kind of tired Yeah. and you go in, like, I always find that if you just shrink your rest periods, like rather than you would think that, 
I'm a little tired, so I should take it easy. Yeah, I no. Probably, but if you give yourself if, a yeah. minute to think about, God, that's I'm what so I do. Tired. If I'm like in no mood to work out, forever. I'll do like 20 minutes of like the rotating stairmaster, almost at a sprint, just so I don't have to work out as long. I know I'm burning equal amount of calories. Than yeah, when just I hit do, it hard yeah. for less time. I, I never go above 45 minutes for my own for my own workouts. Yeah. You know, just I I mean I do it six days a week, so I I guess I can I can afford to do that also, right. but like. You know, that's, I just keep the rest super, super tight. That's why I don't like to work out with people. Um, but, all right, guys, if you have any, keep writing us. We love your comments, questions. We do. Everything. You can write on the SoundCloud wall, right? Right. You can email us at the podcast podcast. Actually, don't, because we don't even check it anymore. Yeah, I don't even know the yeah. password. But you could tweet honestly. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, I don't even know the We're password. The worst. We're the worst. We need an assistant. Oh, man. <laughs> I have so many passwords for so many things. Today, I, I had to get some copies from something at Staples and yeah. they asked me, like, what high school did you graduate from? I obviously know what high school I graduated from, but it's like, did I write MHS? Did I right. capitalize, the, capitalize the H and the S in high school? Did I not? Like, it kept telling me I was wrong. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> the high school that I graduated right. from. So, okay. So the point is don't email us, write us on SoundCloud or you can <laughs> right. write us, uh, tweet us or, in, you know, write on, comment on Instagram. Yeah. It's um, at Robin Shaw. At Robin Shaw or at Robin Shaw comic. No, it's at Robin Shaw. It is? Yeah. Let's see. Look at that. You learned something. I think at Robin Shaw comic may be my Instagram. I think and it's your at name. Robin it's Shaw. Like a, it says Robin Shaw yeah. comic, but I think your actual, your actual <laughs> oh, handle is at Robin right. Shaw. And mine is at Buckley Body Group. <laughs> the question's going to be like, how retarded are you? And, <laughs> <All right>. like, <laughs> and if I have to get a new phone and I got locked out of my Twitter, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we went into fitness, ladies and gentlemen. It's why I needed to have a, a profession where I, I'm not required to wear sleeves to work. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What would I have done if I like stayed fat? I would have been screwed. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. All right. Okay. Let's bring on uh, Not The Rock, which I'm, I mean, I'm bummed about, but I'm still happy you're here. Oh, no. This is actually one of my really good <laughs> friends. This is Albert Piro. Howdy. What's happening? He's uh, a rock climber. He's going to talk to, he's been showing me these crazy videos and pictures of all these crazy inhuman <laughs> things I, he's been I saw, doing on I just saw one of the videos. Stuff. It was really cool. Until the yeah. end. <laughs> then it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but really impressive. So Yeah, so uh, I guess Robin, since I have a little bit more background, let's... Okay, how'd you get started in uh, rock climbing? Well, uh, being a man, like all other things, uh, some girl got me started in rock really what she was yeah. a rock climber and she you... was she was and uh didn't work out with the girl but fell in love with the rock instead so there so, it is <laughs> <laughs> so just when... like you i love the rock <laughs> so who the... doesn't love the rock yeah. <laughs> he's hot okay anyway so the first time you went rock climbing was it like an indoor wall or was it like an outdoor yeah the first uh the first time i went out from jersey so i was at a uh, um at a rock gym in new jersey and uh happened to be a snowy day and um the thing that really got me involved in it was the community out there. Um, before I went on this date I was supposed to go on, I went um, I went to the gym on my own. It happened to be a snowy day and there's nobody in the gym but like three people. And some guy who happened to be there, this kid John, who's now a friend, um, happened to be there and like took me under his wing and I was like, I've never done this before. And he's like, he's like, all right, cool. Well, you have to do this. This is what this is called. This is called a jug. This is called a crimp. This is called a slap. This is called a sloper. This is called this. Blah, blah, blah. All you can literally just things. be making this up. We would, we would have I no know. Idea. I have no yeah. clue what you're talking uh, about. Um, anyway, well, we'll get into that. But um, he like basically showed me the ropes 
no pun intended, right. of rock climbing. And um, really, uh, that day I spent like, I don't know, about two or three hours in that place and uh, went back again the next day. Uh, could barely move my forearms, tried to drive stick home, and I was like, I can't move my arms. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, was, it was kind of intense, but uh, I really just, I really fell in love with that and the community and the, the way the people are just so accepting and such a, um, an interesting, uh, fun group of people, man. So and you, you how, were in good How long shape. ago was that? Uh, that was uh, over two years ago already. Coming up on three years, three years December. So you were in good shape before you did rock climbing. Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> I, I'm assuming, right? Because you were at the gym. Uh, I was a college baseball player. Yeah. Um, so coming out of college baseball, I started playing some other you know sports and stuff. So around. someone who's not in good shape, it, could they just go to a rock climb? Like, like when you were able to go and do it, what if someone like, you know off the street could they just go into a rock climbing place I absolutely think so the thing fitness um, the fitness do you have to be able it? to do 10 handstand push ups <laughs> before you can go to a rock climbing gym <laughs> no way jabroni <laughs> um, the, the the fitness aspect of it that's really fun is that um there's a couple of different types of climbing. Um, there's bouldering, which uh, only goes to about 15 or 20 feet and requires no ropes, um, just a spot or someone standing next to you to make sure that you don't fall and you know there mats? break a wrist. There are mats in the gym, of course. Um, there's uh, top rope climbing where you are connected at one end of a rope. The rope goes up over a, a fulcrum of some sort and comes back down over the other, uh, back down to another person who literally is holding you so that if you fall off the rock, they catch you um, and then there's lead climbing where you're also connected but you're clipping yourself in as you go um, so you're creating that little fulcrum uh, by clipping every single time does that make so sense so there's like a hook that you're hooking on exactly onto it's the rocks car- carabiners right ropes and carabiners but what's, if, a, what's the hardest if you had to rank them in oh definitely lead climbing is the most difficult um, for sure and then there's outdoor climbing where you're going to do a traditional climbing where you're literally sticking cams into cracks to create that the, that bolted aspect I'm assuming so that's that can, the hardest yeah right? that is is the, that also the most dangerous most definitely most definitely I would say um, in order of danger uh, you're probably top rope is probably the least dangerous uh, bouldering is probably after that and then when you get into your leads and things like that, a little bit more dangerous. But um, speaking from a fitness perspective, if someone, uh, if you really want to know if you're strong, if you really want to know if you're overweight, your own body and what you can handle in your own body, I, th- I think, is the uh, is the best gauge for that. So for me, uh, at that point, I was 172. I was in pretty good shape. I felt awesome. I was working out, hitting the weight room, you know, all the time. Got to get in the weight room, bro. I'm Jersey. So, That's right. <laughs> in the weight room, bro. But um, moving from that into the climbing, and I immediately was like, wow. Wow, my body is heavy at 172 and now these years later without thinking about it, I wasn't trying to lose weight it's just the way my body changed shape uh, I'm down to 155 um, but my body fat percentage is super low and I feel light and strong everywhere I go and everything I do do you watch so, what you eat uh, I do I'm, uh, I, I follow the paleo-ish diet paleo-ish, uh, paleo-ish. <laughs> uh, I don't want to ever go full paleo because I think um, black and white thinking um, when it comes to food and drink is um is a bit much, but um, so you support my half donut theory. The half donut theory, yes, on a on a cheat day. But <laughs> a I'm cheat, a cheat yeah, day. Yeah, it was person. a cheat day. I hope oh, that yeah. you had six good days after that. Is my point. Yeah, I can't uh, moderate. Six-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Give myself a, a full twenty four hours of excess. That's uh, what you, you should have given the half a donut <laughs> to a homeless person. Is what you I know. Done. <laughs> I know. I'm selfish like that. <laughs> when you've got a big climb coming up, because yeah. people ask me questions about eating before workouts and yeah. stuff like that um first of all what how how long is a, a climbing session um, my gym sessions are usually four or five hours <sighs> wow. um, an outdoor day an outdoor trip is three days 
And how <laughs> an outdoor trip is three full days. Wait, wait hold on. Yeah. When you're like climbing, you climb for three days straight. You can. You certainly can. There are there are definitely climbers that literally camp on the side of the mountain. <laughs> you come up. You're, you wait, get then to do a, you have food like in your climb. pockets? Like like what? yeah, you carry everything with you. And what do you have to eat before? Say one of your outdoor day climbs, right? Like All right, a normal a normal day climb for us nowadays is we'll go up and spend like five or six hours up in uh, just north of New Paltz at the Shawangunk Mountains, which is actually in Gardner, New York, um, uh, on the Mohawk Preserve. So we'll go up for a day. We we'll do a day trip, and uh, my normal. I, I carb up the same way I used to, you know, pasta dinner before a baseball game. But that's me and my thinking, and I know that I am going to burn all of that. So I'm a little smarter about it now. Where instead of you know having six bowls of pasta, you know, I'll have uh, you know a bowl of pasta, and then I'll I'll hit my my meats and my veggies pretty a hard. A bowl of pasta is probably gone in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, it's gone in an hour exactly. That, especially for somebody like me. But um, yeah, I mean my my food intake is normal. Um, you know, high protein, high veg. Uh, I will take in my carbs. Uh, I'm an Italian kid. What am I supposed to say? No to Nana's pasta? Mm-hmm. How, how annoyed would my grandmother Priorities. be? Priorities. <laughs> he's like super Italian too. Like He's like, you know, I was late. I got home from work. So I just whipped up some sauce. Not like put a can of sauce on a, in a saucepan, which is what I consider like making sauce. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I chopped up some tomatoes. I had some garlic. I, there was a little prosciutto in the fridge. Some well, I mean, mozzarella. I use what oh, I got. Man. Whatever I got. <laughs> yeah, the, the fitness aspect of climbing will really get you into uh, how to do that it's just um, uh, really make you see how big your body is um, my friend Jake shredded like 40 pounds in the first year just by climbing wow you know, watching what he's eating and climbing that was it have you uh, so I mean there are, I've seen scrapes bruises oh yeah um, I got tons calluses oh, yeah. so aside from just like the little bumps in the road little wear and tear have you had any serious injuries from that? Uh, I am super lucky that uh, uh, you th- I showed you guys a video of me falling <laughs> from about 15 feet where I, l- I missed my bouldering pad and landed on the ground. Oh, man. He was right? upside He's down so- like Spider-Man. <laughs> it was by far the funniest thing uh, I've seen all day. It is uh, it's a fun video. I think maybe we should post the video. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> we we'll tweet it, it out. Yeah, we'll it's tweet it for out. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Ri- it's ridiculous, but uh, what a what a fun fall. Uh, one of my best falls. It is, and, it's so great. And you can laugh at it, people, when you see it. Please do. No, please no do. humans were hurt. Yeah. And they're making that is like because he just showed it to me to show me the rock climbing part of it which is so impressive like Thank he's you. literally like climbing upside down and then he didn't like tell me what was to come and they just like it's a fall like it's a great uh, fall <laughs> yeah the uh the injuries I'm, I'm lucky i mean that that i couldn't move my shoulder for a couple of days like past 90 degrees it was like oh goodness that really hurts but um but yeah, for uh, for me, uh, I was really lucky. My, my biggest battle was with tendonitis. So what I ended up doing uh, in order to battle the tendonitis, tendonitis, of course, comes from repetitive motion, which is most of what climbing is. It's tons of repetitive motion. Uh, the, the biggest part of it is that it's a pull exercise. It's almost all pull exercises for me. Um, it's how I see it anyway, uh, that I'm pulling. Everything is a pull down and a pull in where I'm holding myself um, upright, uh, against a flat wall or literally being overhung and having to pull my back muscles up where everything is pull. So what I do on my off days, like today was not a climbing day for me. Today was a, a was a regular training day where in between I do, um, I know you guys were talking about stretching, which I'll get into in just a touch, but I do opposite uh, opposition workouts. So instead of just doing pull, I'm doing push in order to counteract the repetitive motion that is going to give me tendonitis. And since I've started doing that in the last year and a half, um, I've been so much better with it. It's, it's unbelievable. Did Especially, you have problems with tendonitis when you were playing baseball? Uh, no, never. Never from baseball. Really? Because when I was Very playing baseball. Very baseball injury. Right. When I was playing baseball, I was also playing basketball. And then it's like you're, when you're cross-training in that way. And I was also weight training, you know, for uh, in college. So we would 
ha- by having a couple of different things that you do, you can really round your body out in a good way. It also keeps it much more interesting. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plus, you avoid those plateaus when your body adapts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, what I do in my in-between days in order to get that stretch in, I actually do, um, I built a gym in the house. I built a, a workout room in the house. You know, I have um, my regular bench, uh, like a regular bench for bench press and all my weights and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I have enough room that I can do my yoga session in there as well. So I'll do like a 25 to 30 minute yoga session as my warm up, which you're talking about uh, as a great warm up. I don't think there's a better one at all. It uh, relaxes your mind, relaxes your spirit, gets you in a great frame of mind for working out. It's pumping endorphins. You're actually um, doing static movement. You're doing um, you're, you're doing some dynamic movements. There's really not a better way to get your body warmed up, in my opinion. You know, actually, um, the I was talking about blood flow a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like my reason for wanting to keep the warm up kind of dynamic. Certain positions, child's pose, uh, down dog, anything where your head is head below. is below. You're actually, you know, you're forcing all that blood to your brain, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, for if, as long as you're not chilling like that all day that's a yeah. really good thing <laughs> I, have, I have hung upside down for hours it is but, true so you're saying with the pull um yeah you're pulling and and lift it yeah pulling. pull versus push yeah. yes no hold on you're pulling up and when you say you're pushing back pushing oh, you're pulling yourself. in as well pulling right? in yeah. okay so that's back and shoulders but sure. when i asked you before the show you said it's mostly core yeah so what muscles do you think by rock climbing are you like really working oh my goodness um well there's all de- that stabilization right so. yeah de- that's exactly right which is one of the interesting reasons um that uh, rock climbers look shredded is that they use all the tiniest muscles in their body all the time. That's what they're using. It's all their, uh, all your core muscles. Every single time you do stuff like that. You saw a video where I'm literally climbing out of a roof. Picture like, Picture yourself climbing on your roof and then like out the window and up is pretty much what I was trying to do in this climb. And uh, doing something like that is all core. Otherwise, your legs would fall down. So you're keeping your entire body upright is core is core strength and tightness through that entire climb, which that climbs over a minute long. A minute of straight core tension is a long time. Right. Well, actually, just watching the videos, though, too, yeah. it's not just the stabilization of the core. It's the momentum that you create in order to sw- like if there are things that um, like he'll be like one leg is off to the left. The other leg is <laughs> off to the right. He's just like totally like starfished. Yeah. And then he's got to propel his body up onto the next level. And in order to generate that, that, uh, that sort of momentum and sort of power, it's all, it's actually all generated from the core. All Pu- it looks core like sure. someone would look at it and say like, Oh, he's swinging his legs or oh, he's hanging from his arms. So it must right. be upper body or it must be his legs or whatever, but it's the exact opposite. It's, it's actually, actually trying to stop your legs from swinging you the wrong direction. It's uh, it's a, it's a really interesting thing where I think that core is probably the most important feature of, uh, of that. Uh, the other thing we do a ton of, I've been of, doing some kickboxing training and that's the thing with the kicks mm-hmm. is you look at the kicks and you're like oh wow like look at the power in that kick that must be all like that must be all quads right mm-hmm. if it's like a, a forward kick or something but it's not you're, you're just extending the leg right the quad all the power is generated in the hip flexors and the obliques uh yeah so um in full answer to your question the last thing is definitely back and shoulders where um back shoulders forearms your forearms become super important because of how much you use your fingers that uh you come to this this really interesting thing about about 
the things I didn't know I could do with my hand that I could go to like, okay, grab, a, grab this thing and do a pull-up, right? Well, now drop your pinkies off it and do your pull-ups, then drop your ring fingers off and do pull-ups, then drop your middle finger off and do pull-ups just with one finger on each side and things that so I can now... So you the strongest finger. Rock climbers have the strongest fingers. <laughs> yes, uh, we are kings of the mayo jar. The mayo jar has nothing on a rock climber. Um, just because we're running out of time soon, I just want to uh, tell everyone about um, this awesome thing you do. Uh, with the kids. Oh, peak potential for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a there's a really great program that's been running 14 years uh, at a gym in uh, New Jersey, at New Jersey Rock Gym. Um, I will drop their name right now. Yeah, um, definitely. They've been running it for 14 years. Uh, it's this spectacular program they do for... Um, uh, children with disabilities and uh, doing rock climbing with children with disabilities um, really inspiring amazing things I volunteer with that uh, group and we uh, we do the belay for them uh, the belay person is the person attached on the ground side of the rope um, so there are some high functioning some are lower functioning but um, regardless what an amazing and inspirational um, time you've never been inspired to go ahead and like, what am I doing with my life moment mm-hmm. when, until you see a girl with cerebral palsy stand up out of her chair strap a harness on and climb a rock for an hour Hour, uh, you've never been inspired that way. You've never seen it. You can't understand it. It is amazing. So, um, well, cheers to them, first of all. Secondly, yeah, I hope that everybody gets inspired to go do something. Um, there was a, something that got me into it was actually Stuart Scott, who's a, an ESPN Sports Center anchor, um, had had an interview after winning the Jimmy V Foundation Award at the ESPYs. And part of his speech was about. Um, was about uh, knowing when um, when he couldn't carry the load for himself to hand it to those who could bear the weight for him uh, during his struggle with cancer. Uh, and that is, was inspiring to me. And like, oh, I'm one of those people. I'm one of the people that can help. I should be helping. Why You're not, literally why, why bearing not the weight. <laughs> like, and, and yeah, how, how literal to go ahead and bear the weight for a kid. You know what I mean? Um, really interesting stuff. And, and that helps. Do you think, I mean, obviously I'm assuming that helps the kid. Like, physically they're getting oh, stronger right the physical I mean, and mental aspect of it robin yeah. it's it, it, you can't you can't believe it the smiles that a kid can have just by you know reaching the top of a 20 foot wall right you know? no i mean i mean mentally it's great for them i mean yeah. that's important but i'm saying like physically these people you're saying have muscle and bone diseases yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I mean this has to be physically helping oh, a course. lot of these kids probably avoid a lot of different kinds of movements nevertheless Sure. Someone someone who's normally in a wheelchair um, and getting them on the rock wall. um, I mean, imagine uh, um, if you've ever seen someone who has gone through uh, cerebral palsy or muscular dystrophy where they have to be stretched by a doctor. They have to be, they have to open their arms up. They have to do those things. And this is something that, um, that, that you know uh, these kids can do now because they get on the wall and they do all this right, if these kids thing. can do it all, all you fat fuck listeners <laughs> out there get on yeah. the couch and well, do something oh seriously this is motivating me I have, to, I have to put down that other half of the donut and get my shit together it's, it, it really is it really is uh, inspiring though to see you, you know we, we talk about all the time how we hear just some of the worst excuses ever for people yeah. like oh I, I want to lose these final 12 pounds and then I'll, I'll call you to start working out yeah like Look, send us a video. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, next time I get a bullshit excuse from one of my clients, I'm just going to send him a video of one of these kids. Yeah. And I'm going to say, what's your excuse, bud? <laughs> yeah, dead end? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, guys. Get your ass to the gym. Uh, guys, you know what time it is? <clears throat> Please, enlighten me. It's the... The Danny Tanner. What did we learn this week moment? Oh. Uh, you, you listen to the show, so you know what this is. I do. Where we go around and we each say one beautiful emotional thing we learned this week sure all right michael what did you learn this week i learned that our guest this week was just as captivating and electrifying as the rock dwayne johnson (laughs) and that uh 
we'd like to formally extend an invite to uh, to Mr. Johnson right now if he ever wants to appear on the podcast. Well played. That's what I learned. That's what I learned. At Buckley Body Girl. Um, you'd like to take it? Sure. Um, I learned that a half a donut is an acceptable cheat day. But the other half of the donut is not to be shared, <laughs> but punished <laughs> by being tossed in the trash. Exactly. That was beautiful. I learned. It was a haiku. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really deep. I liked it. I learned that I will only hook up with rock climbers because they have such strong fingers. <laughs> that was good. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so where can people find you if they uh, want to ask you a question or anything? Oh, finding me? Yeah. Oh, that's... He uh, is single, ladies. Uh, Ooh, and, and strong really fingers. strong fingers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, wherever. Find do you have wherever, a Twitter? Or, uh, I, I, uh, I, I do have a Twitter, at Albert Piero III. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys, write us. Send us uh, any comments or, or pictures. <laughs> Why pictures? But that could be fun. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is The Podcast. <laughs>